Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Hello and welcome to our podcast. I'm Lauren Sweeney and I'm your host of the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. Today we are going to be talking with Laura Noel and she comes to us with a wealth of leadership, knowledge, emotional intelligence and navigation. She spent 27 years in the military and now she works with executives all around the globe, helping them literally become their best. I know you're going to love talking about executive business, personal development, and all of the things that we like to talk about here at Rise Up For You. She likes to work with high performers. So I know if you're listening, you're thinking, that's me or that's who I'm becoming, right? And are you tired of being pulled in multiple directions? Maybe zero time left for yourself. I know that burnout is a hot topic that we keep talking about today. She is actually a certified coach as well. And now she's helping people live fulfilling, incredible, empowered lives so they can focus on what really matters and stop feeling out of control, use their time effectively, and spend time for those things that they love. Laura, we're so glad to have you on the show today. Welcome. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. And I love talking about all those things too. So I'm in the right place with the right company. Exactly. I, I love it. We have a lot of entrepreneurs on the show, and then we have a lot of executives and leaders and all of your experience, 27 years, you started when you were probably two, right? I moved to Carrie <laughs> oh, back yes. then, took two-year-olds, <laughs> <laughs> and all the knowledge that you learned and coming out and building a successful second career, really working with leaders and entrepreneurs to become their best and really pushing them to feel fulfilled and and look at what really matters. That's not easy. You know, we talk with a lot of veterans who aren't really able to restart a second career. So thank you for your service. Thank you for actually rising up for yourself, literally, and making something happen to make an impact. Talk with me about every, maybe all the lessons you've learned and now how you're helping people on their leadership journey. Sure. I uh, thank you so much for your kind words. Um, I'm I'm really grateful that it, for the time that I had serving, and I'm grateful for really coming into this information that I now coach mm. early, you know, toward the final years of my career because it really helped me define who I wanted to be. Sometimes we can be in a career for so long, and I work with a lot of people who are reinventing themselves you know, and maybe they don't want to leave their business per se, or maybe they do, maybe they want to start something of their own, but to change something outside of ourselves, our circumstances, mm -hmm. our, um, our career path, we have to first shift on the inside and first and foremost, define who is it that we want to become and then actually become him or her before we actually manifest that that new situation, that new job, that new opportunity. And so that's that's what I did is I, I really started working on myself and my mindset. And I started um, taking carving time out for myself, really, to to just think and to be mm -hmm. sometimes I know for me being that type A overachiever, I was pulled in multiple different directions, 
rarely had time for myself because one of our core values too in the Air Force was service before self. Mm. Um, but I found that when we carve time out for ourselves first, first thing in the morning, we can actually serve others even better and um, and have a greater impact. So that's really how my transition took place was first and foremost, starting and carving out that time for myself, learning how to do that because I wasn't programmed to do that in my mind. I was always go, 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 go. And then I learned how to write the script of me and become her. Wow. Talk with me about how did you intentionally create that create that transition from service before self to, oh my goodness, I'm going to burn out. I'm and, and other executives and leaders are as well. How do you shift that mindset? Yeah, it, it, it takes a lot of work, continuous work. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's, um, you know, we have programs in our subconscious mind, paradigms, whatever you like to call them, but they're our habitual way of seeing the world, our habitual way of behaving, and those paradigms become a part of us. So I was always very driven and always in that mindset of constantly pushing myself to climb that next mountain and that next mountain. But I just finally reached a point in time where I was climbing all of these mountains and reaching the summit, but yeah. not enjoying it. And that's when I realized that I needed to shift something within myself because I was looking outside of myself, getting the accolades and going for all these external things, but it didn't bring me fulfillment. So I had to get to the root cause of my results. Why did I keep doing this over and over and over again? Why did I keep climbing these mountains and then not even experiencing the joy of reaching those achievements? Why did I feel kind of lonely and isolated because I was always in the grind and never really had time to carve and connect and create those wonderful relationships with people? Um, those were beliefs that were deeply embedded inside my subconscious mind and through the work that I teach through constant time-spaced repetition of a new idea, that new ideal, that person I wanted to become, I started affirming these ideas, these new ideas to myself and getting emotionally involved in those ideas. And eventually I started adopting the behaviors that this person would adopt, somebody who has that has a lot of impact in her work and loves it and has deep, meaningful connections with people and pursues her hobbies. Those were things that I really just craved and longed for. And as I started to shift and change who I was from the inside out, I started doing those things. And then I, before I knew it, I became that person. I love that. Talk to me about that languaging you use, the time space shift. It sounds yeah. like a specific method that you probably use with your clients as well. Talk me through that. What if I'm at the beginning of realizing, yes, I need to make those subconscious shifts. What does that look like? Yeah. So first and foremost, I work with clients to get clear on their vision, their goal, not what they think they can have based on what they're currently doing or they've done in the past, but a vision for their life, the, the whole aspect, every aspect of their life, their personal life, their relationships, how they feel even about themselves and their contribution. So we get clear on that first, because when you are changing habits and you don't have a beautiful vision that you're just so emotionally connected with, it's easy to get derailed, you know? Mm -hmm. So 
time-spaced repetition is one way of changing a paradigm or an old belief or a habit. The other way is through an emotional impact, which usually is something negative that happens and it shakes you to your core and it gets you to change your belief right there on the spot. So I have a kinder, gentler way of doing it. It's time-spaced repetition of a new idea with that accountability of a coach. And so that first step, what first and foremost is getting clear on what is your vision for your life. And I want people mm -hmm. to um, be illogical with their vision. You know, again, not thinking of something that they could do based on their past, but something they want. And mm -hmm. then as they start moving towards that goal, they'll start to become aware of that little voice of dissent in their mind, right? That, that reasonable voice, like, you've never done that before. I don't have time to do this. Who's going to support me? Or how am I going to get the money? Uh, you know, that voice of dissent, that, that inner voice or that inner critic inside of us, you'll start to become aware of it once you set that vision and you start moving toward that vision. That Those are your paradigms. And that's what we start chipping away at little by little over time. I love that. I love that you mentioned too, it takes time. It takes time to build the paradigms that maybe we picked up when we were younger or in our first careers or whatever happened. And it takes time to change them too. Right. So the more knowing that it takes time and they're building blocks and you can, then you can have more compassion for the progress. Yep. And you think about it, our paradigms, our beliefs, most of them don't even belong to us. They were passed down from generation to generation. So if you think about how many times you might do or say something and you're like, oh, my my mother or my grandmother used to do that or say yeah. that. Why, do, why did I even say that? I don't even believe that. So a lot of our beliefs when we were babies up until seven or eight years old, our subconscious was wide open. So we were taking in everything that we were seeing around us and we were adopting those beliefs as our own. So mm -hmm. our beliefs have been with us for a while. And you know, even in our roles, in our careers, I mean, I spent just shy of 28 years in the service and our core values and the way we pursued our, our job and, and our promotions and our way of life, that became a paradigm as well. And that's why I see a lot of people who are making that transition who don't realize that and they identify and it doesn't have to be military, it could be a career, but they identify with that career. Like that is them. That is not mm -hmm. you. That's something you've done. And it might've been really wonderful and, you know, fabulous, but you are so much bigger than your career or some things that you've done. And so it's really about learning to pull what's already inside of you out and pulling those answers out, really keying in and honing in on those wants and desires. Um, and then you get to see what you're made of. Oh, I love that. Amazing. Because I love that you also, you, a few minutes ago, you talked about what's your real vision. What do you really want? And not just the surface level one. One of my mentors would say, make a list of 50 reasons why you want something. And by 47, you'll be at the real reason. Ooh. What, how would you help someone who says, well, Laura, how do I know that that is my real vision? Mm, yeah. So it, again, that takes time too, and it takes practice. <laughs> so I have people start out and spending at least a couple of weeks to get in the habit of 
thinking and you know mental activity mm-hmm. does not constitute thinking we're you know mental activity we're being driven by our through our five senses by things happening around us but i mean really thinking and asking yourself the question just a simple question what do i want or how can i serve and quietly sitting for about 15 or 20 minutes every day with a journal pen and pen and paper in hand and writing ideas that come to your mind, allowing yourself mm-hmm. to be playful with it without telling yourself, well, how how could I do that? Or I don't have the resources to do that. Just allow yourself to be with those ideas without judging them and just write them down. And after a couple of weeks of being consistent with this, um, I like to do this kind of thinking first thing in the morning before mm-hmm. you've looked at your email or social media before you've um, had the opportunity for any kind of resistant thoughts to appear, you know, first thing in the morning or when you're tired before you go to bed, do this exercise. And after a couple of weeks, you'll start to see some themes emerge um, through what you're writing. And through Mm -hmm. that list, you're kind of coming up with a shopping list, so to speak, of wants. And they could be material things. They could be accolades. They could be your legacy, that that awesome book you've always wanted to write, whatever it is for you, the car, your home, the kind of relationships, whatever you see yourself in or experiencing, how you want to feel, you just write those things down and then you dial it down and you pick one or two things that you want most of all right now. That's how Mm. you start to define what it is you truly desire and that purpose. And you start, you know, because as you get going, your goals are going to shift and evolve as you're shifting and evolving too. Absolutely. Well, I love the funnel image, right? You start with all these ideas, then you bring it down and narrow it. And when you're really specific, it helps you be able to move forward. It helps you set boundaries, helps you make better decisions as well, right? Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, You know, when I was really in the grind, I was doing all of these things like running marathons and doing a triathlon and, you know, getting to the top of my career and running different organizations. And um, my energy was very diffused. I was spread thin Mm -hmm. and I had a lot of mini goals and it looked impressive from the outside looking in, but inside I I wasn't fulfilled. I, I, I was searching for something And so now I have a vision with a timeline attached to it. It's much larger. Um, I haven't reached all of that goal yet, Mm -hmm. although some parts of it I have, but I feel to your point, much more aligned so that when I'm presented with an opportunity, it might be an incredible opportunity, but if it's not in alignment with that vision, I don't take it on right now. I, Mm -hmm. uh, one of my coaches and mentors had said, um, have a folder in your email or on your computer, it says bucket list. And so whenever somebody sends you something or a course or, you know, I love learning, mm-hmm. um, just put it in the bucket list. So you've done something with it. You're not letting it go. It's always there to go back to, but you stay focused on what's really important. Mm. I love that. And then it doesn't mean no forever. It just might mean no for now so that you can really choose on what's important to you. Well, talk with me about how people can connect with you. I know you have your own podcast. Really great. Race Reboot. Thinking about the corporate world in a different way. And also your website, stretchintosuccess.com. Talk to me about both of those. 
Yeah. So Rat Race Reboot was born out of this idea of people being caught up in the grind. And when we pause, we actually are much more effective in our decision-making. We're much more impactful in the things that we're doing. And that is counterintuitive to what we're taught. We're taught to be in the rat race. We're taught to value hard work. But hard work oftentimes is the worst way to really progress. It's about taking the pause and leveraging the right things. And you can't do that when you are just being bombarded by competing demands and you're, you don't have clarity. So that's what Rat Race Reboot is all about. So I invite you to, uh, to join us and listen. Um, and then stretchingtosuccess.com. That's another way that you can reach me. Um, you can book a call with me if you want to have a conversation, learn more about some of the services that I offer. And then you can also find me on LinkedIn under Laura Noel. And you can also start a conversation with me there. I would love to connect with you. I love that. We love LinkedIn as well. One of our favorite platforms for sure for professional connections and you never know where it's going to leave you. True. I love that. So two really successful careers making an impact. And I also heard when you were talking about how you used to be like a marathoner and then a triathloner. And <laughs> I can relate to having that type of drive too. And there's nothing wrong with it. I, I don't want to put my should on myself, you know, yeah. my former self and also have some wisdom now that we don't have to do those things and we could choose to do them instead of feeling like, oh, I have to, to feel good enough. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, you know, the energy is different. I still have that drive and determination, but I'm clear on where I'm going and I'm clear on what I want and I'm not diffusing my energy. I'm focusing on those things that are important to me in my life and, and having an impact. Yeah. I love that. Well, we love to ask as we bring things to a close, what does rise up for you mean to you? Mm, rise up to me is taking responsibility, full responsibility for your results and creating the circumstances that are in alignment with the results that you want to create, knowing that there's so much power and wisdom inside of you and, and harnessing that. That's what that means to me. Yeah, I love that. And as we harness it for ourselves and we grow and we change, then the impact we can have on others is you know, poignant. Yeah. yeah, makes such a difference. Laura, thank you for being with us today and the impact that you're making. Thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome. Yeah, absolutely. We love talking about leadership, confidence, growing, learning, all these topics and more on the podcast, of course. Well, I want to give you a gift and that's the gift of public speaking. As you know, our founder and CEO is a two-time TEDx speaker and we love to talk about having that confidence to take the stage. Our, we are running two public speaking cohorts in 2022 and I know you might want to grab a spot. You can check it out on our website, riseupforyou.school slash courses, slash take the stage, or simply text us public speaking to 949-416-0671. And you can see all these details on our Facebook, on the webinar version of the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. I'm Lauren Sweeney. It's been my pleasure to be your host today. We'll see you next time.